Welcome to another exciting episode of the You Know Show. This is where two geeks talk about pretty much everything. My name is Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by my cousin Landon. Good day. Good day. Are you, are you talking? Are, you, are we good? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Wow. Season three. 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 Season three. three. Wow. That's, yeah. That's something. If only we had three listeners. <laughs> it all starts here. You know, um, I'm glad to do this with you for three seasons. Yeah, man. Here's the three more. I find it cathartic. Do this one first. Do what? <laughs> I find it to be cathartic. It's cathartic. cathartic. Yeah. Are you sure you're using that word correctly? <laughs> I do not think you think you know the things it means. You know. <laughs> you keep using this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah, we've been on a bit of a hiatus for three months, roughly. Uh maybe give or take. Well, August was our last uh, new episode and here we are, it's November. Yep. Um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, in that time, uh, sadly, Landon and I uh, lost a grandmother. Um, the, well, our shared grandmother. We are cousins, after all. Um, and uh, so in that time, we were able to um, say goodbye to her and and honor her memory. And we thought we would take this episode to uh, kind of look back on her life a little bit and uh, share some memories that uh, we have growing up, uh, not just, uh, you know, of her as our grandmother, but uh, but her husband, uh, who had passed away 19 years ago. Um, together, they were affectionately known as Mama and Papa. Um, and the other side, too, is like, obviously, if anybody listens on this and doesn't know our grandmother or is not a family member. I think the idea is that there's a value in taking a moment to appreciate the impact that your matriarch or patriarch has on your family and uh, and the impact that that has. The You Know Show here is born out of Aaron and I having conversations at our grandmother's house and just cutting up most inappropriately, um, talking about anything and everything. And, you know, secretly probably abashedly making people laugh a little bit you know sometimes and uh more than they want to let on more than they want to let on absolutely but i feel i feel like there's value in us having this conversation because it is an honor and tribute to not just our grandmother but to really all grandmothers in the sense that if you had a family where you had a matriarch or patriarch who um kind of tied people together and then that last person is gone then you would understand where we're at right now this place where you know the very last grandparent safani you know and so uh, we're grappling with that and uh but we have so many honoring we had a probably i don't this probably sounds silly to say Aaron but i think we both agree it was a pretty incredible funeral you know you were hilarious i thought yeah the tigers were amazing. 
<laughs> just kidding, folks. There were no tigers. It's this was not a Siegfried and Roy funeral. This was it was, you know, it was it was very respectful and very tasteful. Mama would never would have wanted tigers at her. He would not. In fact, I'm pretty sure I said things and Aaron said things that she would not have approved of. And she you, anyway. Thank you. What? She absolutely she absolutely would have laughed anyway. That's absolutely true. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we we tried to put the fun in funeral, uh, if we could. Um, because I mean, seriously, what's the point of celebrating somebody's life if it's all somber and sad? I mean, yes, we're grieving and and you know, Christmas isn't gonna be the same with without mama being around, but um man uh what a life um absolutely let's uh, so so if you don't know um and we you know we never really mentioned it on this podcast but um you know over the last few years um mama kind of had some some health issues uh she had a stroke several years ago right around christmas um and then uh we found out uh, what was it two years ago that she had breast cancer Yep. Was it roughly two years? Yeah, because we also dealt with the time that she was in the hospital during Christmas that one time. So we had the COVID one. We also no, that was when she had the stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was she was in the hospital during Christmas because of that. And so then But was it during the stroke that she found out in that process that she that she had breast cancer? No. no I believe it was later. Later. Isn't it? It's um, like a blur to me because it we is Christmas where we went, where she was actually in the hospital for Christmas, and that had never happened. Like that was never like, and so that was a big deal. Then we had the one where it was during COVID, and we went to her house, but it was everybody was like in the garage area, and they were like in the other area, like in the house area. Right. And then we had last year's, which was the first real one, and then you know here we are at. So the last three seasons have been pretty pretty weird comparatively yeah that's well that's the world post-covid now but you remember i mean we would go to her house for like for for christmas and we go to their their basement i mean first of all the food um was incredible and i i think we had a chance like to in our uh rendition at at the funeral aaron had of course shared his uh, well eloquent scripted you know uh posts that he had done um i literally you know was off the cuff as i would be um and to and aaron's mom my aunt was truly mortified and scared as to what i would or could say because everyone knew that i was unscripted you know so she said that to me yesterday she was like i was terrified of what landon was going to say because i knew he didn't have anything prepared that is accurate. I didn't do bad. I thought I would do okay. You did a great job, I thought. I mean, I'm glad I went before you did. I'm glad I went after. That's true. You did clean up the crew. I did literally say in front of all those people that I was glad that you went before I did. So I think kind of because yeah. you're older than I am. So you should have gone before I did. And I was supposed to, apparently. Uh, but they messed it up. I think they they went with the order of the um of children, and then their their kid their children's children or something like that i don't know but uh no yeah i was i was i was happy to back clean up 
you said the the part that you said about the gravy about god and food from how i met your mother that was hilarious that was you that, that wasn't gravy that was macaroni and cheese oh no yeah yeah Pretty much everybody who eulogized Mama mentioned her macaroni and cheese because I mean it's epic, it's legendary. It, it is was, yeah. the most delicious food uh, on this side of heaven. And um, so I I threw in a line that I stole from How I Met Your Mother, but they paraphrased from the movie Amadeus. Um, oh, right, I, you know, right, right. You said, this, this is no this is no mere side dish. This was God speaking to us through food. I love um, that. That got a pretty good laugh, I thought. That that um, got a good laugh. And there was quite a few old people in that uh in that place. That was a lot of old yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told everybody, I was like, if you if you didn't get a chance to uh to sample Mama's macaroni and cheese while she was here, you have my undying pity because now you're you're gonna have to miss out. You know, um, because it doesn't matter who tries, nobody's been able to to duplicate what she did to it. There I think she taught us. Tried. I'm pretty sure she taught us all how to how to make it, but she left something out. Well, it's like I said when I got up there. I was like, everybody's talking about how nobody could duplicate it, but the fact is, is nobody felt comfortable, you know, putting right. that much butter and cheese into anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, literally. No, I you know from Momo and Paula Dean. Oh yeah, for real. No, yeah. Uh, I you know, in arriving there, I had actually just recently lost a, a friend. Um, uh, my my best man at my my wedding, Corey Malone, he had passed away. Uh, just um a, a little bit before that, and so this time period of coming to um this and having this happen, it was not yeah. entirely unexpected that our grandmother was going to pass away. We kind of been awaiting this possibility, just given her health decline. Um, Unfortunately, just watching, um, you know, your mom and our aunt, uh, Cindy, and and my dad going through this along the way was pretty, pretty rough to watch. But um, I came to this funeral and brought my daughter with me. My my son and my wife couldn't make it. Um, But um, my daughter came with me and, and I was, I was kind of in a rough spot. To be honest, it wasn't like I couldn't go down to the funeral for my friend um, who had passed away. Um, and so it, I was dealing with a little bit of grief on both sides. And it wasn't just that Mama passed away. There was like a piece in me about Mama, like uh, she had been dealt with some pain and she dealt with some health decline. And so there's a piece in knowing that she wasn't in that kind of pain anymore. But it was also looking at this as like a, wow, we've been doing this family gathering we've been having this like routine forever you know and now there's this ending of this it's not that we can't all still find a way to get together it's just like she was like a a a tether or a tie uh she was the tie that binds exactly and so now we've got to figure something out like i mean obviously you and i will still remain close but our family in all of these different segments and different places and all of this, it's like, we're going to have to figure this out. So that's happening. And then I'm also dealing with my friend. And so when I came, I mean, it was just like, I had a little bit earth shattering for me to be honest with you about all of this. And, uh, and was, was something to cope with, to be honest with you. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'll be honest, that's something I've been thinking about too. Is I mean, obviously from a different perspective, I can't can't say that uh, you know I came into this having recently lost a friend myself. Um, but uh, as far as thinking about what the future holds for you know our extended family and and what the what does that look like for for Christmases moving forward? Because you know here we are. Uh, typically, the only time of the year we would see each other would be at Christmas because we're right. also spread out right. and, uh, and, you know, we'd all come back home to Roanoke to where mama's house is. And, right. And, and this is where we would celebrate the holidays together. Um, even, you know, just having that one, one day together, um, typically speaking. Uh, and, and now that, like we said, the tie that binds uh, is, is no longer here. Where does, where does that leave us? Obviously, you know, we're going to have to uh, be intentional about um, you know, ma- maintaining these relationships and, uh, you know, finding other ties that bind us together um, as opposed to a matriarch who brings us together and feeds us the most amazing macaroni and cheese in the world. Um yeah, well, I, you know, I, and I can't yeah, help but think about uh, the other side of my family, my my dad's side. You know, there's there's so many cousins and uh, and and of course his his siblings on on the Nashville Tennessee side of of things. I haven't seen most of them in like in years, almost a decade, maybe. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty sure the last time I even traveled out to Nashville was for uh, for my cousin's wedding, and I sang in it, and and that's the that's the last time I think I've seen really any anybody. Um, and uh, you know that in some ways it breaks my heart, and in other ways it's like, well, that I mean that's life. You people grow apart, and and uh, you know you can't help but have that distance between you. It's it's easier now, I think, with technology. I mean, obviously, you and I are what nine hundred miles apart from each other, and and uh, here we have a way to communicate instantaneously and carry on a conversation. Um, you know, for this podcast, whereas you know, twenty forty years ago, you had to pay extra just to call somebody on the phone, um, which is, it just blows my mind. Um, yeah, so, you know, right, that we'll have to be intentional about, you know, deciding or or ultimately it's it's like you have two paths. You can be intentional about saying I'm going to do this and, and and carry this on. And you have to have a collective, at least two or three or four people who are going to actually make that happen. Or you have to come to grips with the fact that it's not going to happen and you make peace with it. Like you and I have a friendship that is beyond you know, any of this, that we can do this via technology and stay in touch and, and have this. But when we think about the family and we think about like getting together, it is a question, you know, uh, of, of all of that and, and tradition. And then also when you start adding into the fact that like, take my, my sister's kids and their ages and my kids and their ages. And you think about all these different people in different States and different colleges and trying to get together, it makes it very challenging in figuring out how to do it. 
And one thing that I appreciated that we had, we had a conversation with Kelly, right? And we were talking about like, um, who's a cousin of ours, um, right? I don't know what she is. I'm, I'm thinking she's like a cousin in some she's respect. Technically our second cousin. She is uh, mom and your dad's uh, first cousin. Even though she's also, because Mama was Mama's, like Mama MacDowell's, not daughter, but stepdaughter or half daughter, or how does that work? There's like a oh, thing. No, that okay, so if we get into all that, but all right, help but me she's out also, what is she's also it? our great grandfather's granddaughter. So, so. Kelly Kelly would have been uh okay so help me folks you're getting a little glimpse into our family tree and some of the twisted vines that hang from it I uh, also want you all to know as an avid listener I also have no idea how it works so this is actually going to be helpful for all of us it was so funny like Every time somebody new came into the funeral home, like I had to lean over to my sister and be like, who's that? Are we related somehow? Is this, yeah. how does this work? Um, okay. So we've got, we've got our great grandfather who I believe his name was Gilmer. Is that, does that sound, does that ring a bell? I just remember him as being, you know, Dr. Pepper and I was Mr. Pip. He was Granddaddy MacDowell. Yes, Even but I was the name should be pronounced McDowell. It's not M A C. It's M C McDowell. But we always said Granddaddy MacDowell. But we, for some reason, always say MacDowell. Um, and so he was married to Mr. Pip, Virgie, who would have been our grandmother's mother. She would but be. She our passed away. She is right, actually she, our great grandmother. Right. She is our actual great grandmother. She passed away. And then her sister, Ruth, moved in to help take care of the kids, Jane, our grandmother, and her brother, and wound up she and Gilmer fell in love, got married, later had Calvin, which was normal. That happened. Yes, it was it was normal. Uh, <laughs> April and I were talking about uh, the the family dynamic there, and and it's mentioned in um, in the program or the, the like the handout that they give you where it says that she's preceded by and and survived by all these. It, it said she's preceded by her mother Virgie and her stepmother Ruth, and I and I was joking with April. I was like what i was every time every time it comes out i'm like i love pretending like it's the first time i'm finding out what but for a lot of people i feel I'm, like i'm adopted the they're finding out um that that ruth mcdowell was not jane's biological biological mother, mother. i know it's almost like a scandal it's like what yeah but you think about it <laughs> ruth was only like 10 years older than than mama that's that's a good point in all fairness like functionally like for both of us mama mcdowell aka ruth mcdowell was our great-grandmother i mean she's the only great-grandmother we ever knew 
yes, I went to her house. She gave me the cucumbers with the vinegar. David Brewer came over. I, that's like, this is, this is my great grandmother. And her husband was my great grandfather, who actually is my biological great grandfather. And he called me Mr. Pibb. I called him Dr. Pepper. I mean, it's it's really a question of what you consider to be who your true grandparents or great grandparents or parents are. Is it the bio the, the biology of it or is it the functionality of it? Right. And these it's not always about blood. It's not always about blood. So I mean, because honestly, Aaron, you're the closest thing that I have to a brother. You know what I mean? I've said that and, about you for my, years. I, and you're my cousin. You know what I mean? Like, so growing up, you and I were very much like brothers. We yeah. we would hang out like brothers. We would have fun like brothers. We would argue and fight argue like brothers. Like brothers. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, that's that's just how it was. That's how our relationship was growing up. That's, I mean, we didn't live in the same house. No. But you know, we still had that back and forth relationship that you know only brothers tend to have. Yep. Um, yeah. so yeah, you, when, when it comes to family, like these labels that we put on everybody, like I say, so, you know, coming back to this, you, you were wondering how, how it works with, with Kelly, who you mentioned is our cousin, but technically she's our second cousin. But when you want to get real technical about it, she is our half second cousin. All right. Hold on. She's Calvin's daughter. Right. But Calvin's daughter from Sherry? No. Calvin's daughter from somebody else. Previous marriage, yes. Who was that? Uh, that marriage ended before I was born, I think. I, I'm not sure. We don't know who that was. All right, so Kelly and Missy and Crystal are step? Half. Half. Half siblings. They're half Missy and Crystal, sisters. Kelly is their half sister. All right, so I'm going to go back. All right, but so, they're sisters. And so, Sherry, okay. Sherry had as much a, a hand in raising Kelly as anybody else. So, all right, you know, right? No, 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 no. Kelly considers Sherry as, as, know, as, as, as much a mom as anybody else. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. All right, so we have our great grandfather. All right, right, Gilmer. That's a silly name. All right, Gilmer. You know, all right. Granddaddy Backdale. We have Gilmer. All right, and then he's married to Bergie. She dies of illness. I would assume. I I don't know. It's early nineteen hundreds. Who knows? All right, and then her sister comes in after the fact. That's our Mama Backdale, and then from there, like, and then Bergie and Gilmer had one child, which was two. Two Jane and is that my uncle or my Edwin Ed Edwin? No, no, not Edwin. I want to say Klein, or is that Papa's Klein. brother? Shoot, I'm telling you, it's a tangled web, man. This this family tree we have. Okay, the branches. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Forget that part. All right. So anyway, so Jane. So you oh, have. We know there were two. There were two. All right, so then Jane and then um, Gilmer and Ruth have a child, which is Calvin. Calvin and Mama Jane are brother and sister, but half brother and sister. Siblings, yes. All right, half siblings. All right, then Mama has your mom, 
Teresa, Aunt Cindy, and my dad, Linwood. And those are the three. And then right. Calvin has... Not in that order. Right, right, right. It's my dad, then then uh, your mom, Teresa, and then Cindy. All right. right. So then Calvin has Kelly with another marriage. And then Calvin right. gets with Sherry. And then Calvin has Misty and, Missy, Missy and Crystal. And Correct. then we would, as a family, get together on family gatherings. And there would be our family and then that family together. And it was right. pretty much treated like it was you and me and Lindsay and April on our side. And then it was Missy, Crystal, and Kelly on that side. And that was that, those were the cousins. Right. Because they were so close to us in age. Right. We were all kind so of close. Like, feel like they're was second like cousins. Right. right. So so they don't feel like second cousins because we were all you know so close in age, but they are second cousins, which means that they are the children of our parents' first cousins. Molly married Mama's brother. That's correct. Boom! Whoever he was. No. No. Molly married Papa's brother. Dang it. Because her last name was Metz, remember? Yeah, Molly Metz. She was fun. Yeah. She also she sadly passed right away. after. Yeah, so just a few days after after Mama died. Um, yeah. This is crazy weak, stuff. You know? This is crazy stuff. Like just yeah. thinking about when you the, the family trees, it's just it 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 turns into a whole Game of Thrones thing, man. It really does. So I guess the thing that I remember too, and and kind of tying it all together, is like when we were growing up. Do you remember how they used to be like family reunions, and you go to reunions? Yeah. But the old people would all like get the reunions together. They were all like, "We're gonna do it," and so like we as kids would have to go to it. It's not like we had a vote in the matter. We would just be told we're going to a reunion. We go, guys. We're going to Narrows today, right? And we'd end up going to some campground or some picnic place that had like a covered area. And there'd be an insane amount of food from everybody bringing stuff, which always had fried chicken and some sort of gelat gelatinous, some sort of sweet thing. And like, yeah, there was you would always bring the jello with the cat food in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Clock. Um, and so you'd have all this food and we'd all come and cousins would go. And we actually, I actually had family on both sides of the, my, my mom's side and my dad's side that would do this. And I remember like there, like there being some definitive people there that like meant a lot to me at the time, but I have no idea who they are now. Do you remember any of those people? Um, so I, there are a lot of these get togethers that happened that, uh, I have vague memories of. Yeah. I don't always remember them being family reunions, but if, if I were to ask my mom, I'm sure that's what she would call them. Yeah. Uh, the only, the only like real family reunions I like remember knowing them as family reunions was the, the Peck family reunion that, oh, you know, on my dad's son. side of the family your that always son. happened uh, at Memorial Day weekend in Nashville. We would, we would make that trip uh, up there Memorial Day weekend. And uh, that's when we got to see, you know, all of, um, you know, dad's brothers and, and his sister and their kids. And, and, you know, as a, 
I think it was like in the late 80s that we went to the first one that they put together and we found out that like, I had no idea that dad had cousins and uh, like they all had kids. And so, you know, we, we met our second cousins on that side that were, uh, you know, all our age. And um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was weird. Well, it's like, it's in and, and that whole idea of reunion was, is something that I don't, feel like i see very much anymore it's like it dropped off in the 90s and afterwards because no, i don't remember going to it's a generational thing for sure right 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 i think it's i think you're right so ultimately if you're in a position like we are and we're like hey we're gonna maintain some extended family gatherings it's pretty much reunion-esque right you know and but who governs that and that ends up becoming like the 40 year olds you know at this age where where we i mean surely it could be my 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 dad and your mom and our aunt who could govern that sure but i don't know that that's going to be super effective nor that there would be like a because honestly i i think that the drive of it especially with with my sister and and everybody in their own way, of course, you know, April as well, you know, it's everybody's in their own different place. It's almost like you got to take the ones who have the busiest lifestyles and say, all right, let's decide if we're going to actually do this and camp out on a, on a time period in the year that may or may not be Christmas anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think about like, again, with the, the Peck family reunions that we had, you know, they were put together by the three Peck patriarchs, my grandfather and his two brothers. And, uh, you know, it, that was, that was it. And when, when that generation kind of passed away, you know, then it was like, all right, who's taking over this thing. And, and since then, I know they've tried to, to put it together, but it's never, it's never been the same. I haven't been to one since, uh, my grandfather passed away. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's not the same and it's, it's, um, right. I don't know. I don't know if it's that, you know, I look back at those things with a certain bit of nostalgia and I don't want to taint that by going to an, a new reunion where it's right. like. So should it just lie in that? I mean, that's right. the just question. leave it like, in the past. Just let it go, you know, instead of right. trying to find a annual tradition, should we? I mean, even so, like, obviously, my son and my daughter appreciate and love you and April and and all that, too. But like. Is it just better to say, hey, why don't you come down to Charleston sometime? You know what I mean? Right. Or, hey, we're going to come to Virginia. Are you around? What are you doing? And then just not do it so, you know. Of course, your mom right. can... and, and your and Jerry might might move. You know what I mean? And and sure. Cindy might move. I mean, we don't know what what's going to happen with like where people are. You know. Yeah. As well. No, see, like I could see very easily. Um, your dad, my mom, Aunt Cindy, the three of them making plans for all of us to get together in that reunion type type of event. Um, you know, while they're around to make these plans. Um, you know, the thing again, I keep going back back to the Peck family. The thing with that was, you know, they're still trying to hold these three families basically together you you had you you've got three basic families my grandfather's family including me uh and then his two brothers and their families 
these are th these are three separate like large branches of a family tree and you're trying to keep them all together without the 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 men who who brought them together so it would have been easier to separate these peck reunions and have a peck reunion for my grandfather's kids you know his four kids and their kids so that we all get together and then you know their great grandchildren at this point um and that you know that would have made sense for for my uncles and my aunt to right, right. to get together and and make something of this but uh, but that didn't happen um and so you've still got certain members of the family who who want all three branches of this family to to come together on an annual basis but it's just it's it's harder to do that when you don't right. have that tie that binds again right well i think there's also like there's less obligation or forced obligation like there might have been with previous uh, generations like my dad would never say to me hey we're doing this and i expect you to be there like my dad would never be that way i mean you know at all um your mom might be different <laughs> your mom would be like i want you to be there you know what I mean? <laughs> it used, to be, used to be that way but i think she's she's lightened up a lot on on stuff on, like on that but you know i mean that's also an influence because i think our mama and and papa had this expectation that they would put on the kids and so and i don't think that our parents are as as hardcore on that i think they're far more respectful of our where we're at in our lives and things like that so when you don't have that forced obligation upon you that's maybe not healthy in itself really um then it really does it, it's designed by desire family gatherings at christmas honestly the question you got to ask yourself is what are you doing it for you know what i mean i mean if if we're looking at like my kids my sister's kids and my parents and just trying to have like this get together, then having like an extended family trip to go up to Virginia where there's not a place to be able to go to specifically, you know, and so we have to rent a place and then go up there and then we're trying to all get together. That is, that's a tall order, especially with Lindsay's kids, you know, approaching college and then mine soon after, as opposed to saying like, hey, what if we all just like got a cabin in Gatlinburg every little while you know like every couple of years let's just get a place anybody who wants to contribute and come come we're going to do it on this weekend come on if you want to we'll have a blast and just coming together and having that and seeing what happens i see that's more my speed of how we can effectively make a time where we can have that other than just the one-off of like saying hey i'm coming up to virginia as a pass through hey everybody who's in town you know what i mean yeah, tell you what, that cabin in Gatlinburg sounds pretty good. Boom! Let's right. go ahead and bo let's book it. Let's get on and book it. We um, we're about us. out of time for this episode. Um, it's funny how we <laughs> just conversation flew from uh, you know memories of of Mama to uh, well, what? Do you do? Just try know. not to panic, man. Family's family. I know, I know, but I'm glad we did, we had this because, like, beyond just like honoring our grandmother and and talking about like like that, it, the truth is is that you and I have had chances to speak on this. But anybody who's listening in, whether you're a family member who knew our grandmother or you're someone else, you know, you probably have or are or will deal with this sort of thing. 
there is kind of like the fallout of what you do with it or how you process it. So I, I hope it's a value because we're, we're still kind of still grap grappling with that ourselves. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a careful conversation. Yeah. And if you're out there listening and you've been through this before and you have any insights, please share. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Again, we've, we've got places where you can comment, you can email us, uh, whatever wants you to be part of conversation. Um, and, uh, always, as always be sure to, um, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but like comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, cause we want you to come back and share this stuff with people, you know, and if you enjoyed our conversation today, um, there's a chance that somebody, you know, would probably enjoy it too. So, Absolutely. um, let, let others know that, uh, we're out here and we're having a good time. Um, we are going to come back later this week with another episode. Uh, and we're, don't worry, we're getting geeky again. Uh, we're not going to be so personal, uh, with our next episode, no. except for our personal nostalgia. We're going to be talking about the Metroid series of video games. Uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. So, so tune back in, um, here in a couple of days, uh, Landon, anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yes, I just want to share two things real quick. Number one, my grandmother did not drink alcohol at all, like none. A little bit. And yet I do enjoy a good libation every once in a while. I do want you to tell you that the irony of that is that I have inherited two decanters from my grandmother. And so I think that's awesome. I will have them displayed somewhere up on the visible wall. And I think that that's really cool because, Mama, thank you. Thank you for this. That's you probably awesome. were a lush in the background. Who knew? I'm just kidding. Um, the other thing I'll share with you, too, is the other thing, which as a gamer, this means a lot to me. This. You got story. that? I got it, buddy. Oh, man. Atari. Yeah, good, luck, good luck finding a TV that it goes to. It will not. It's got simply this little cord. Look at this little thing. What's it plugged into? With that. <clears throat> this will also be visible. And so, at, for my grandmother, an Atari and decanters. That is how I'll end it and say, thank you, Mama. You have made this grandson's life happy i got i got some uh kitchen utensils and uh and a picture i took of her old high school that i gave her for christmas one year i got that back <laughs> so, that's great you you got freaking video breakout and i got something i gave her myself like a <laughs> returned gift so sorry. Good. As soon as you lose, no, it's fine. she loved me more. It's, it's probably true. No, all right. Uh, no, no. We all know Lexi's the favorite. Very true. Very true. All right, folks, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, come back later this week. We'll have another episode. And in the meantime, have a great whatever it is, wherever you are. <laughs>